ladies and gentlemen, once again it is the Mason and Friends Show, featuring Lady T, aka Ms. T. Hey guys. As well as that dude called you, aka El Juperino. Ah oh, yeah. As well as for the first time, the homie Mark from the Pink Fox, aka the OG of the edible scene in DC. Hey, hey. What's happening, y'all? My name's Mason. Welcome to the Mason and Friends Show. What's good? Everything, man. Life is good. Yeah. We got the homie on here that knows all about the edibles. And that's one what's up. One or two up. things. One, one or two things. I want to know those things. Share it. <laughs> <laughs> we like knowledge here at the Mason and Friends Show. We share the knowledge. Share the wealth. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, what, uh, what, what, where do we, where do we start? What are we trying to start with? Well, let's say I had a small amount of cannabis and I wanted to turn into, say, a gummy bear. Um, <laughs> how would you suggest I went about that? Because you know, here in Virginia, weed has just become legal. So, I'm trying to help people in Virginia learn how to like be able to sustain themselves. For sure, there's a couple things I would say. Um, First of all, a gummy bear is super difficult, right? Like, um, just to work with, like, to some work with something you know. And so I would always recommend if you've got some bud and you want to make it into something that you're going to ingest, like, food-wise, <clears throat> let's definitely make an oil or a butter, preferably a butter, because I think that butter is, like, a little bit, you know, easier to work with and a, has a little bit like uh, of a, a larger margin of error, right? Like once you start working with oils, it uh, temperature wise, it, it can it can if you're not you know well versed in the kitchen, you can burn things very easily or or ruin the terpenes and stuff like that very easily. So the butter has just a little bit more margin for error because it's got a little bit more fat and you know calcium and a little bit more you know, ingredient, so to speak. And, you know, we use a carry gold butter, which is like, you know, salted and stuff like that. So that's that Irish shit, um, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing. That's that Irish butter, right? <laughs> Grass fed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that fire. <laughs> um, and then too, like I said, gummies are really difficult because they're, you know, they're going to tell you to work with a jello pack or tell you to work with dry gelatin. What I would recommend doing is taking your oil or butter and then having it in that form so you could do anything you wanted. You could put it in garlic bread or pasta or, or make a batch of cookies or make a batch of brownies. Once you've done that two or three times, then maybe, then maybe take a shot at gummies, but but so, until then, you know what I mean? That's, so gummies aren't that's a, the place to start. That's elevated uh, techniques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pro level. That's a, that's a tougher level to achieve than just, you know, some other items. Also, too, I don't think... Uh, I think people kind of sleep on the savory items. So if you take some, you know, you make a basic dough, like some sort of uh, basic, very basic, not pasta dough and not bread dough, but a basic dough... And then you add, you know, cheddar cheese to it. You can, you can make your own version of a cheese it. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. I'm more of and a savory so, one too. So that sounds 
cool. I like that idea. You're speaking Lady T's language. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, you can, any cheese you're down with, you can essentially do this with and infuse, right? Because you're going to use that butter to make, I guess a pie dough is what I would say to me. You're going to make a pie dough, but in, instead of making it like a one-to-one, you're going to infuse, put a bunch of cheese into it and then cut those many squares. Ah, okay. So you're making like a pie dough that you're baking out and then you're slicing it into squares and that each little square is your, your individual edible. Yeah, but it's not it's not a pie dough you're baking. You're making pie dough slash cheese, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you've blended it all up. So mm-hmm. maybe you've taken like Parmesan and put it in there to make a Parmesan crisp. Something like that. Okay. Mm, okay, and he's a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got a- really lucky. We got really lucky in being early on the game. And, um, and you know, we do a lot of, like, basics, right? We do brownies, of course. We do chocolate chip cookies. We do, basically, I feel like any M&M transfers so well in cookie form. So we do a peanut mm-hmm. butter M&M cookie. We've done mint chip M&M cookies when they come out around the holidays. And I feel like chocolate is a really good vehicle for THC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah, I, you know, the more the more we understand THC, you know, um, it binds really well to fat molecules in our system, and kind of, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of like antithetical to that idea of like, oh, if I'm on an empty stomach and I drink two beers, I'm feeling like buzzed or whatever. When when we like eat THC, you kind of want to have something in your system to like, you know shorten the fuse time of your edible so i've always heard you absorb it better on an empty stomach yeah i don't i don't think that's the case though but i have a lot of you know far out theories maybe about thc like i'm one of those people that doesn't think indica and sativa are real things (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) okay can you elaborate on that theory we we because I well, kind of so, believe in sativa and indica because I, I, I could smoke a lot of sativa all day long and not be like ready for a nap. But if I was hitting indica, I'd be in it wore out by the end of the day. Yeah. And <laughs> see, I, I, I just um, for me and I and this is what I would say, too, is this everything's so individual, right? Like everybody experiences it so individually. Uh-huh. So, you know, mm-hmm. it just it's just individual. It's you know, it's what your experience is. So it's not wrong or anything. It's just for me. um weed is just like weed and i'm trying to pay attention to thc percentages you know what i mean and you know what i interpret as indica like effects i would say i experience on the high end of thc like when i'm getting something maybe medicinally that's you know being advertised at 32 percent thc you know but in bud form or or because i'm not a guy that does a lot of dabs when I do maybe some dabs or something to, you know, like that, sure, I get knocked out because it's like, you know, hitting a heavier dose of this thing. It's you know? so concentrated. It's just a different level. Yeah. And so, and and I know there's a lot of, I think I just read an article that said, which used to be my go-to, you know, example. So I hate that if this isn't true, but, you know, <laughs> the old saying was, if you, you eat turkey on Thanksgiving, you're lethargic because of the tryptophan, right? There's a chemical in Turkey that makes you sleepy and lethargic and yada, yada. Well, when we cut up THC and we cut up the plant and stuff, we can't really discern what would make something indica and what would make something sativa. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing genetically speaking that would, 
that would make you say, oh, I can identify this as one and identify that as the other. It's more of a physical characteristic, like physically speaking. Like the way um, the plant the grows, eye. you can see one way or another, per se. Yeah. Yeah. Like the leaves, you know, the, the way they grow, that whole thing. Right. The stature but, of the plant. Yeah. But internally, it's, it's you know. Like once you've got nugs the, on the table that you want to make an edible with. You're not going to be able to look at it and go, oh, that's clearly an indica and that's clearly a sativa. Of course. And you know what I would say, too, to your point? I mean, if it's an edible form, if that edible is a high sugar content item, of course, it's going to give you something like a sativa like effect. Right. You're going to be spiked with a bunch of sugar and, you know, your body just breaks down what you're putting into it. So. Smart man. Well, it's very interesting. I mean, have you ever made like indica and sativa specific edibles and found that there was like no specific vibe that you got off of one versus the other? No, but again, too, I would attest to that point of if let's say like, you know, me and Lady T are hanging out and we both know that we max out at 75 milligrams, you know. But we, but we each have a brownie at 100 milligrams. Like, I would expect both of us to be knocked out. You know, we had 25 more milligrams. Like, we're going to be a little bit more on edge or a little bit more, you know, paranoid or a little, certainly a little higher. So that's what I would say. That's what I would say, I think, gives people the impression. They're like, oh, this is sativa. It's like hitting me so hard. I can't get off the couch. I'm so high right now. Well, like, no, you kind of kind of are experiencing your own, you know, THC hole or whatever. You know what I mean? You're just like you got stuck because you had you had too much. So I've definitely had it where people have been like, oh, this particular item is the perfect amount for me. And I get so much done. So, that, again, they think it's like a sativa item because that 10 milligram item or in some cases less where they're having what one might call a microdose, you know, like three milligrams or something. They're like, this is the perfect amount for me to be chill, be productive, and not, you know, get stuck somewhere. Yeah. But then also, too, some Friday nights, you really want to get stuck. That's you know what I mean? That's where I'm at. That's the level I'm at. And then I, <laughs> 24 and, and the shit that I can't, that I'll be coming across, I can't quite seem to get there. Well, I can still get in the house. So I need to find something. I need to find something that, that that I can't get in the house. That way I know where my max level is. Right, so you said it was locked down. Get your ass in the house. Yeah. So I need to start building up. Yet. I still start building up ten at a time. Now I got I got Jay and and the boy. One grab my head and then grab, grab my tail. You know, grab me and drag me on up in here somehow, not another. If you're yeah. not being dragged yeah. back in the house, yeah. you haven't had enough edible. Yeah, unless it ain't. If it's gonna rain. If it ain't gonna rain, then throw me in the truck. You know what I mean? For just it's just for the, it's just for tonight. It's fine. You know. That's say, the difference between Virginia weed smokers and DC <laughs> <Yeah>. weed cat, <laughs> cats. I'll I got tell you this: the next episode we do, it'll be after you get a, a box from me, and then we'll talk about how stuck you got in <laughs> the house. Yes, fucker. That's about the Absolutely. He better be sharing. <laughs> I can't wait. What we're getting when that box comes? Because <laughs> that box come, I'm gonna be hungry. <laughs> You're gonna get in trouble. Watch. That's fine. Yeah, right. He's gonna he's gonna literally like come in. He's gonna have a broken arm. What happened to you? Oh man, I was on them pink fox edibles and done fell yeah. down the hill. I kept, I kept closing my arbor door. 
<laughs> I was just looking at it. Did it about four times. I realized it hurt. I was laying on it wrong, and the next thing you know, snap. <laughs> Can't wait. Sounds amazing. <laughs> That's what he wants. I <sighs> but yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> On a thousand, twenty-four-seven. Yeah, that's just Friday, Saturday. Yeah, none of that nice, like, uh, you know, fuzzy, happy day edible. No, 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 no. He needs that, like, I can't get off the couch <laughs> edible. Oh, we'll, he needs that we'll give him the sliding down. scale, and I'm telling you, I feel so confident about our taste profile. You're going to get stuck no matter what. I've, I'll tell you this. I've had people send me screenshots and snaps of their Whoop profiles. Oh, wow. Of like, That's the you know strap I mean? you wear that like takes readings on your body. Um, what's going on with it? Yeah. And like, you know, hey, I just slept for 15 hours. Check this out. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. You know, that's what my man, the unit. That's needs. probably what I actually need. Yeah. So yeah. sleep for Don't more than four dude. hours a time. <laughs> it means he would have to go to bed at a reasonable hour though too. But I'm all about it. I'm all about this it. This is this is gonna be one of those cases where he won't have to make that choice. I can be a wee <laughs> test 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 dummy. Test Charlie. It's Sign fine. me up. Yep. A weed test dummy. <laughs> weed test dummy. <laughs> test Charlie. Yeah, he's just gonna be sitting mean, on the couch going, yeah. mm-hmm, That's some good mm-hmm, shit right there. Check. That's a check. For real, think about this. I mean, when we were coming up, this was never an industry, and now it's like it's an industry everyone wants to be in. This is the craziest time. Uh-huh. The Thanks. absolute craziest time. Yeah, and there's no real telling. Nobody nobody really knows what what they know, like unless they're really deep in it. Like you're like you're like our local expert for sure, because you're up in it. <laughs> like I said, I think we just got very lucky and got in got in early, right? And and so, you know, Everybody wants to see what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And then kind of when nothing does happen, you know, we and we have a very strict interpretation of Washington, D.C. law here in D.C., you know, in D.C. So, um, I, I'm, you know, knock on wood, glad nothing's happened. But but like once <laughs> once it seems like, you know, the water isn't going to be as tumultuous as you might think. Yeah. Like, you know, a couple more people pop up and a couple couple more people, you know. Are you know showing what they have to offer and and I guess that's a beautiful thing about buds, right? Like, it's kind of really cool to to be able to grab it like a six pack. You know what I mean? Like for me, as someone in college who was always more into it than grabbing a six pack, like this is such a cool thing, right? You know, right? You can have a drink with your buddies and be getting stoned instead of drunk. Yeah, like. and didn't have to do anything you know ridiculous to get that that quarter you know what i mean right 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 hang outside of an olive garden for four hours until the guy's off on break man hell no i never did no shit like that that's back in the day shit right there you know Uh -uh. you like met a motherfucker in the parking lot of lowe's at two o'clock in the morning and shit like true true story the first time i ever was getting weed here in dc I sat in McPherson Square Park for a dude that texted me every 15 minutes for three hours. He was right around the corner. I legit watched like two episodes of Lost on my phone. (laughs) This guy pulls up with uh, a messenger bag, you know. He gives me his uh, SoundCloud profile or whatever, like his like artist profile was. Asked what I want. And I said, like, let me grab a quarter off you. He asked what that is. I say, well, what do you have on you? And he shows me, you know, 
little pink dime bags, like the little itty bitty bitty oh dime my bags, God. right? Mm-mm. And so I tell him, I'll take every single one you got. <laughs> you know, like, how much for the whole thing? Oh, it was like eighty-five bucks. That's where I knew it was really bad too. Yeah, like, that's I, that's bad quality right there. Oh, it was really tough. I haven't seen really those tough. bags in forever. Yeah, though. that's the, you're aging yourself. Mm-hmm. Man. They didn't. They don't sell weed like that no more. <laughs> oh, dude. Wow. No. Yeah, we're up there too, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember after that only going to I found like a person in Charlottesville that had like, you know, really nice buds. You right. know, who knew what a quarter was. So. You know, hey, that was a red flag right there. <laughs> yeah. So what, you want seven of these then so I guess? Wait, right there, you're, you're at that point you're already there. You gotta leave something. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, I've been there for hours. I've yeah. been there for hours. Yeah, it's almost like half a day gone, you know, you're gonna get whatever. Yeah, I guess I'm cleaning you out then, sir. Just have some lettuce or something. You can be like, I'll take it. I'm going to make a sandwich. Fuck it. I've been here five hours waiting on you. Yeah, you know, I mean, things have definitely changed in the <laughs> yeah. world a whole lot. Like when you go out to Vegas or California and you can just uh-huh. buy all that good shit right there. Yeah. That's the days I want over here, man. We need to get that level going in <sighs> Virginia, D.C., I mean, and Maryland. Honestly, we're three years away. We really are. We're three years away. We're inside five years for both places, for Virginia and D.C., because um, DC, I don't know if you guys saw, but I think it was about two weeks ago, Phil Mendelson, who's the uh, head of DC City Council, announced that on November 19th, the district is going to have their first ever meeting on just like straight up recreational shops, recreational sales of cannabis in Washington, DC. And, it, you know, I'm speaking just out of my personal opinion. It's definitely in response to Virginia and how fast Virginia has moved on making cannabis a thing because Virginia is going to have recreational sales by 2024, you know, pending, I guess, pending Virginia Democrats retain the house delegate, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever they call themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think that the uh, Virginia Republicans will try to reverse all that shit because the cat's out of the bag, but no, no, but I think they'll, they'll they'll drag their feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're more likely to drag their feet on that i would say for sure but yeah you know i think that um i think it's become inevitable the fact that virginia has gone as far as it has already it's like all right dude like motherfuckers got shit in their backyards like you can't you can't stop this now it's on so well i mean it's it's like a fucking industry it'll be a huge industry so it really is like get get with the times or get out of the way yeah, and I want to see small-time growers have like a real big shot in this state. And they will if yeah. they make some, if they can grow if, some bomb ass. If shit. they give us the reasonable laws where like a motherfucker can just sell three pounds a year and just make sure it tests nice and clean, and just go sell that shit to their local dispensary. I want to see it be like craft beer, only even on a smaller level. Well, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be like a farm-to-table, you know, Eastern market-type situation yeah, where you, you grow dope-ass <clears throat> vegetables and well, a dope-ass restaurant comes to get them? Well, and you got to, but you got to have like reasonable laws for that because a lot of places are having like, m- m- you know, maximum suppliers of four hundred and fifty total for the state and that kind of thing. Like, sure, if, if you can't, if you can't build the fucking, you should uh, open up a weedery. If you can grow what? weed like that. A open weedery. up a weedery. You just have there is, around. There is opportunity for a micro licensing too, which would be like what what would equate to a craft brewsman, you know, or beersman, right. you know. Right. That's that's what's needed, I think, to really yeah. to really help anybody step their life up. Like, oh, well, so I can invest a thousand bucks and 
and make a product that's really quality and, <laughs> and sell it once or twice a year or three times a year and and supplement my income by thousands of dollars. Yeah, like, you could definitely survive as a business. Like, I mean, just doing it on the side for however long it takes to build yourself up to a, a, a bigger thing. Like, that's what I want to see is, like, people able to do it like that. But listen, y'all, like, we're skipping over the fact that people turn to weed over prescription drugs, you know, for certain things. So once it starts cutting into their money, they're going to try to shut that shit down. They're going to fight it. They're going to, you know, push the get push money on the politicians to make them, you know, do their bidding and knock that shit out. So it's not going to be as easy, I think, it's and a like big fight with flowing pharma. as we would hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, big farmers is going to oh, be a real gonna fight. It's definitely going to be a fight, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think to Lady T's point, too, uh, that's why you're seeing such a huge push for that Delta 8 or Delta 9 right now, right? Because that's a chemical component that those people can put a patent on yeah, and profit so. off of, right? Because it isn't the same as, you know, so it's Delta 8 and Delta, yeah, I think it's called, right? Like, that's the one. I think it's 8. It's, it's Delta eight. 8. It's 8. I think yeah, 9 is Delta sh- 8. Nine Delta is 9 is the one that is, that yeah, the one that we use yeah, that has yeah, the that's good the stuff. real shit, yeah. Um, but that's why I mean, like, in and not to I'm not trying to badmouth any, but like even even Barstool Sports is doing Delta Eight edible commercials right now. You know what I mean? And and it's because you know they have corporate backing, and that's that's a product that you know what I mean can be patented and and licensed. Yeah, everybody wants in, and um, it's uh, of course. it's the, that I mean, kind dude, of thing, right? You know. John Boehner is on the board of a cannabis company now, and he was a total asshole for all those years. So, Yeah, that's the real problem with it, man. That's why, you know, when I talk about running for president, you know, legalizing drugs and <laughs> prostitution and taxing the churches and, and rebuilding the infrastructure, you know, getting shit done, man. I'm talking about doing it right. I mean, just simple things. Yeah, yeah. Quit all the bullshit. Yeah, get some time limits this, put in uh, on everybody. I had this theory where... um. Like, if you wanted, being a senator or being, like, a representative is just, like, jury duty. Like, if you got a letter in the mail and it was like, oh, Mason, it's your turn, dude. You're a senator for your state now. So you just, like, got to do it for four years. I'm on it, dude. I'm on it. I'll be a it was senator. more like a sitcom idea. But I'll be yeah, like a like senator like a motherfucker. That way. Well, like, when I talk cool. about doing president, when I'm the president, my man, the unit is going to be my uh, uh, press secretary. And he's just ignorant enough to not be able to answer anything, even if he knows something about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the perfect blend. Like, where they'll ask him questions, and he'll be like, well, I ain't per too sure about that, but we got some chicken going on up in this motherfucker. Yeah, well, shit, that's the, what they do anyway. I'll be the chef. Saki and all them do. I'll be the chef, too, anyways, <laughs> over there. All the but press I ain't cooking meetings. for everybody. I'm just cooking for you and me. Now all the so press still gonna be like, there's yeah. still gonna be like a kitchen staff that got cooked for everybody else, and they're standing around doing nothing. I'm just cooking for me and you. And I'm gonna come out. And they're gonna be like, Mr. President, can you answer a question? I'm gonna, I'm just here for the chicken. I'm like, I'm just yeah. This chicken is delicious. Y'all right should get now. some of this chicken. But then we just got enough for me and the unit here. It's infused with deliciousness. <laughs> it sounds like no. very dark times are ahead. So. Oh, dude, I'm going to help out, man. I'm going to have weed plants all <laughs> nah, over the White perfect. House. There's going to be bike lanes everywhere for people to get them off the fucking street. Yep. All the fucking people who can work from a cubicle are going to stay at home. That's right. If you can Fuck work from the home, you're going to work from home. Save the infrastructure. Yeah, 66 going to have five lanes and nobody on it because everybody working from home. It's going to be delicious. Fuck. Can't wait. <laughs> delicious. Absolutely delicious. Scrum diddly umptious. Yep. You just eat your brownie. Mm. 
on the way to work right up 66. You swerve to the outlay. That's fine. You got another one over there. There's plenty of space. Yeah, there's plenty of room. All these computer yeah. cubicle guys are working yeah, from home. Yeah, cubicle fucks staying home. <laughs> it's amazing. Tell them all there is Scrum diddly umptious. How dope is that first Willy Wonka? Oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. All right, I, I think a- my... I ate a chocolate my- mushroom one time and watched that movie when I was 20 years old, man. That was a- The original one? Yeah, the OG one, yeah. Not the Johnny Depp one. Not the Johnny Depp one. I've never <laughs> even seen the Johnny Depp one, man. I won't do it to myself. Miss- it's like Godfather 3. I'm not doing it, dude. You're not missing anything. I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> yeah, the first one's better, of course. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, fi- that fizzy lifting drink scene, though, in the OG one? Yeah. We just keep getting higher? Oh, uh, I don't know, Charlie. I just I just keep getting higher. And then at the end, where he's like, my favorite is when he's bugging out at the end, and he's like, "You bumped into the ceiling, which right. now has to be washed and cleaned." My favorite is he's got the half magnifying glass and he's reading. And he's like, oh. "It says here that you would not, etc., etc., touch on thing, etc., etc." Like for the half See? of the contract that's not there, he's just saying etc. Like, they must been. Uh, uh, booty mist repellent uh, wall though, because none of that came up. Didn't they? Oh no, they burp. They burp. I thought they farted yeah, that shit out. Yeah, they, burp, they, they, burp, they burp to get right. down. It wasn't I, farting. I thought they farted. And I was gonna say, that's <laughs> a lot of booty mist up in that mug, but I forgot that they, now if they, they were. Belch. Well, I mean, burping is still pretty funky, but it ain't no booty mist. That's funk. just like if they were farting, they definitely would have had to that's clean stomach, that tube. Stomach funk. Mist, I guess. Stomach mist, I it's guess. Pre yeah. It's pre doo doo. No, it's pre doo doo. No, it's before the doo doo. They got a process before That's what I'm saying. Pre doo doo, bro. That's what it means. Pre process. I think there was everything. definitely an itis room at Willy Wonka's factory, though. Most it was definitely. the only room yeah. where you got the itis. The itis room was the candy room over there where the fat dude fell in the river and shit. <laughs> that was the itis room. You can eat everything. God damn. Yeah. Even just, when you fall down, you can still, you like fall on the ground, you can still eat shit. Yep. Just That's lay the bad part about it. You know, you. That's like a Homer God Simpson damn. fantasy. You know what I mean? Oh, Just for sure. In their land for of donuts or whatever. Yeah, I mean, Chocolate River? Fuck, Chocolate Milk River? Shit, you'd be just laid up in that bitch with a straw just and hanging out in that mother. It was a great it, churning process to have a waterfall do the mixing. Like, that's some brilliance. <laughs> right there, he had the best pusher, too. That candy man in, in the town. Oh, like, yeah, he always was pushing the new candy bar. Always oh, yeah. pushing... The Candyman can. That dude was creepy yeah, exactly. as a motherfucker, yo. Like, send your children here so I can awkwardly touch them on the side of the head. Yeah. He was like the Pied Piper of kids or something. It was creepy to me. I liked the Slugworth. Slugworth was the shit, man. He just showed up everywhere. Like, he knew. Slugworth, yeah. He just showed well, you up. gotta have a loyal dude on the team. That's what Slugworth does teach you, right? Because he is ride or die. He's ride or die for Willy Wonka because you don't even know. You think he's a bad guy the whole time. You get to the end, you're like, damn, this dude's on my side. He's his homie. Well, and I mean, he's only in the scene for two movies, so that's how much of an impact Slugworth leaves, right? Like, he is a straight villain. I mean, spoiler alert, he's like Snape the whole time, right? Where you're <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, what's this guy about? Yeah, and then it turns out he's he's all about the he's all about the squad, man. He's holding it yeah. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's about the goodness. He's he's a day one, you know. Right. Like my sibling was all like hating on Snape, you know, and I'm like, bro, like he had to do what he had to do to make things happen the way they had to happen. And he's like, nah, he's a prick. And I'm like, Snake Blissom? No, Snake in uh <laughs> oh. the Harry Potter movies. Oh. Harry Potter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Professor Snape. Incredible. 
I ain't seen it. I ain't seen none of that. I thought you were talking about old flips in here. See, I'm my like, man shit. knows all the children's movies, but he <laughs> but doesn't know the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter movies. Like the only children's movie I know, he doesn't know. I don't mess with that. You're talking about Escape Escape from L.A. and stuff, right? Yeah, Escape from New York and L.A. L.A. and New York. Yeah, hell yeah. Snake Bliskin. Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. They think he's dead, but he's not dead yet. Fuck yeah. Legit, legit, he could teach dark arts. Like, legit. I think he could teach dark arts. Snake Bliskin. Yeah. Yeah. Snake. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Do you have a man crush on Kurt Russell, too? No, just, I don't just have Patrick a Swayze. Crush on nobody. I just got good hair. That's all it is. Patrick Swayze just got good hair. Whatever you want to fucking call it, Jim. From another man, from Jim. You know. Whatever you well, want to I mean, call it to make yourself feel better. <laughs> I got but, lots of man crushes, so don't don't feel you know don't feel. <laughs> I got some lady crushes. Shame. I'm not. I, I just he just got he just got luscious hair. That's all it is. Oh, and people for just sure. take it to extreme. If they got luscious hair, my man, the unit is is involved. Yeah. Like, He's, he's into I just him. admire a, a man with luscious hair. You know, ain't no homo-ness to it. It's just, you know. It is a little bit. Dude, I mean, no, that dude has got good it's hair. It's a little bit. With y'all the, chicks see no chick. You see chicks with no chick with good hair that make y'all lesbians. That's true. Like, damn, boo, you got your hair done. On, shit, boo, who you do? I like how you did your hair, Tiffany, girl. Tiffany, do that shit, girl? Oh, who did your hair? I'm getting in that Thursday. Exactly. So now you're a lesbian? What the hell? I mean, but... Apparently, no, no. Answer dude, the question. Answer the question, T. What do you brought this up, lady, T. Luscious you got the answer, Swag. For another man's hair. A man that's good with his... Uh, in, in touch with his... Uh, masculinity side and I guess his feminosity side as well. Because <laughs> apparently everybody got both if they can just be, if they can just change over to the other one. Uh-oh. If one day they wake up, you know what? I'm 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 a chick now. Fuck it. <laughs> they all got ass some of that in them. Jesus, dude. <laughs> That's I don't know. <laughs> Take it how you want it. Yeah, we're as unsafe as possible in this world. <laughs> yeah, we like to shake things up here at the Mason and Friends show. We don't adhere it to... Always, uh, we to, do the same. It's, we do the exact same. You got to freak people out. Yeah, man. I mean, I said, that my man got good hair. That's it. Ain't nothing to it. But Kurt Russell had some, like... Kurt Russell got some good-ass hair. hair, man. That's what I'm saying. He still got that good-ass hair. And they kind of, like, remind me of the sky the other day. I think that's like peak Kurt Russell hair. Is it Vanilla? That's Tony. Oh. That's is Kurt Russell in Vanilla Sky? I is he was... the doctor? Tom yeah, Cruise. he's the doctor. He's the doctor in that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no, I'm talking like, what is that? Overboard. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's some hell of oh, hair. Oh too. my god. And like Captain Tango Ron. and Cash. Yeah, Captain Ron. Captain yeah, Ron. Captain Ron. That's old school shit. The mm. thing, man. He's that's got the what, best that's hair in the thing. What I'd be if I didn't have kids. Yeah. One, time, yes. one time I was on a mushroom trip and we put on Captain Ron and I feel like it saved my life. Captain Ron's awesome. Like that's what I would do. Yeah. I would just be riding or floating. I could see I could see Captain Ron turning your life around on a mushroom trip. Well, yeah. I was like, you know, you know, like sometimes you're like, oh shit, I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking too much. Like <laughs> we're about to go dark, you know. Captain Ron's not gonna drive you to think too much. Oh god, it just like Happy days, simple times. My favorite part in that movie is when he's asleep and he's got the eye patch on the wrong <laughs> oh, eye. Yeah. And they're like, is he dead? Oh, my God. <laughs> Puts it on the other eye. Oh, yeah, my Incredible. Man. How great of a sleep would that be, though? <laughs> Incredible. Like, you've got one eye. You just throw the patch on the good eye. 
Right. You're out, dude. Out all the light. Like mm-hmm. a light. <laughs> yep. That's a great fucking thing. That's exactly how you'd be doing it, dude. If you had one eye. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. I'd walk around like that every little, now and then. Uh, <laughs> a little something for everybody. <laughs> I try to wait. I try to walk around like that and wait. Maybe not on a boat. <laughs> but I try. On land, I hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I ain't got one good eye. You would walk off yeah. the pier and shit. Is my eye like, patch yeah. on the wrong eye? Can you move it over for me? Like you don't know, yeah. you would be that drunk. Yeah, dude. I'd be like, shit, I don't even know, bro. I've been drinking that. I rum. got this fish in this cooler. I need to get ready. Who wants it? <laughs> six dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> six dollars. Six pesos. Six whatever increments of whatever dollars y'all got or whatever y'all run around here. <laughs> I just need he some. Drives form. a hard bar. Yeah, or just trade me for some rum and some chaser. Let me get you a couple on out here. Appreciate you. Let me get a twelve pack <laughs> yeah. of coke oh, and yeah. uh, two gallons of rum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deal. Here you go. I mean, honestly, if we lived in Captain Ron's world, that would that would probably fly too. You could probably get that deal done. Fuck yeah, absolutely. My hair would be amazing because shit, that, there'd be no haircuts in Captain Ron's days. You know, you just let it ride. This shit be flowing in the wind, man. Simple times. Fucking birds be flying around me like yeah, this dude, motherfucker right here. You would look like a legit pirate. Fuck yeah, fucking a. It's <laughs> good life. Fucking a. That's a good life for you, unit. I wish for you, man, but you have children, so you can't do that. Yeah, they fucked that dream up. <laughs> His pirate dream. <laughs> I mean, listen, every captain needs a crew, dude. Yeah, but they ain't. They ain't willing. My other problem is I got to transport chickens around everywhere so I can still eat because I still ain't got over the concept of eating fish. That's my other issue. He'd be the chicken eating this pirate on the planet. I'd have a little. I'd keep them down below. Fuck it, and I'll just build me like a little half-ass outhouse up top. Rocket to sleep and shit, hang out. <laughs> you would have a boat with a chicken coop on it. Down in the bottom. And you would you would eat chicken all day long. Probably. But you but bro, you can't put the outhouse on top. Like it, the the best we can do is like a plank with a belt around it. So you can just go off the side of the boat. There's oh, no yeah, way to yeah. store it. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna just build a little half ass outhouse up top so I can sleep in since the chicken's gonna be all down there. You're, oh, you're gonna sleep in the outhouse. Taking out the storage. Okay. Yeah, it's you just said a, it's outhouse, just a shit. I was thinking about a bathroom. That's well no, I'm, I'm just gonna hang over to I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna figure that out. You know, so you're just gonna, they you're just gonna, they just getting water real quick as shit, I think. You're gonna oh. lean your butt over the rail and poop? Is I that guess what you're saying? That's what they do. That's they never they never had buckets or nothing. I don't know how do you know pirate shit. You don't have a clue how a pirate shit. Either way, if they gotta stop they shit on land. Right, but no, they're they on the boat. Possibly stop every time they needed to shit. That's what I'm saying. Can you pull up on an island so I can drop a deuce? Like that's not what happens. Yeah, no, it, the, the Alaskan, no the Alaskan fuckers, sometimes are shit in the bucket when they ain't got the bathroom. So I guess they shit in the bucket. I don't See, know. Who the fuck are the Alaskan the, fuckers? The, the crab, the crab fuckers, and Alaskan crab fuckers. Those Alaskan crab little, fuckers. Them little, little part-time birds go out there and they got a shitter on that boat, man. Some of them don't. I guarantee you, they do. Those are nice boats. Yeah, the ones that are on TV. They got a legitimate shitter. But fucking Tom Tom Doze, who lives down the street, he's got a little 20, 20 foot boat that he thinks he can take it on out there and catch him some. You see that Wicked Tuna shit? You see how all them other dumbasses be out yeah, there riding with him? That's different, though. That's Wicked Tuna, man. They, they, they uh, still ignorant people up there in Alaska. They got them all over the place. That's the reality they show. They the money all over the place. That's the reality show we need. There's some motherfuckers trying to do Alaskan fishing in a boat that is just I'll not I'll try it. Not you know, damn well, I'd be out there in my little job boat That's why trying to catch fucking crab leg and shit. I'd be out there in the job boat all day trying to catch crab leg. They'd be like, this boy right here. 
How the fuck? <laughs> you dragging a pot back in the building and shit. But like, I got me some, man. What we got? You would last <laughs> 10 minutes in that current. I know. Right. Like, get me like the perfect fuck storm. Back. I know. Then I'd end up staying on a boat that's better. White squall. <laughs> nah, you'd be like oh, that. Uh, <laughs> you'd be like that frozen caveman from that Scooby Doo episode. They pulled him out the water in the block of ice. You know what I'm saying? That's. It would look be, like that Clooney movie, Perfect Storm. I'd be doing everything up there. I'd be sell, I'd be slanging, slanging fish, gold mining in the water, and gold mining on the on the land. Sure. I'd be trying to get all the money from them, some bitches. So your plan is to just be on every Discover reality. TV I might as well. No, I'm trying to get on that. He uh, wants to be naked, naked and afraid, get some pussy. So I can you know, get some pussy real quick. He yeah, wants to naked be on and afraid. Naked. Yeah, because they gave him that pussy on that show. So I'm trying to get him on that mug real quick. They be doing it on that show. Probably. I still. promise you, they are not giving that out on that. Show. See, and that's what I tried to tell him. Right? He don't listen I to sense, man. He don't listen to sense. The camera ain't on all the time. All right, my camera, the battery's gonna fall out a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Well, you have. Over a thousand bug bites on your body, it's gonna be so hard to get it going. That's why you got that's what I'm saying. You gotta do it the first three days. We're doing introduction and the camera's breaking right at that, and then we're going around the corner, you know, finding some shelter real quick while we're cleaning up. You're gonna be out there for 30 days, you maniac. (laughs) Well, we're gonna we're gonna figure out something. He is absolutely a maniac. You've you've met him for 40 minutes and he is an absolute maniac. I'm gonna try to tell you, I'm gonna start Googling. Some some homemade cleaners that I some that I can make out of flowers and clovers and shit like that, and then I'm out there fucking plucking and grinding some shit. <laughs> get some yeah, shit they get away. they get experienced ass people on that show that like lose it after 18 hours well, in that in the bush. <laughs> I, I'm alone you know. a lot. It's fine. These people got family and people and shit that care about them. You know, they're they're with, they're with them all the time, asking them how their day is and shit. You know, talking all nice and shit to me. What the fuck, man? You know, he's been is- abused most of his life. So. <laughs> <laughs> like negative afraid doesn't yeah. scare him at yeah. all. He sits there yeah. and watches him on there, and he's like, "You just need to put some mud on your skin." Like he, he, <laughs> he was watching them all get sunburned. And he's like, "Yeah, all you need to do is just pee in that mud, and then, then make that mud and put it all over yourself, and to keep you from getting sunburned." And I'm like, "Wow, Jew, that sounds like a really genius way of like pee mud, not not getting sunburned <laughs> in some extreme sun." Is putting mud all over yourself. I get that, but uh, he's always. I like the. I I like the people that are on the show for fifteen minutes and they're already eating a maggot. Like one hour in, they're like already eating like worms, and it's like, did you come here hungry? Why Why didn't you grab a burger on the way out? Right, yeah. I definitely would have ate. My first thing, I'm gonna take a shit. Is what, what I'm to see they drop me off on that bitch. I'm like, yo, that fucking twelve piece I just had and the fries and shit. I got to find the bathroom because that job was spicy. On oh, this tree, white fine. Alright, roll camera. He's gonna be out there having first world problems in yeah. the woods. Like, roll it's camera. No big deal. Roll camera. Man, I ate too much of that spicy chicken down at the Bonchon on the way out. Yeah, I got that Bonchon. Bob will get one. I'm fucking burned out. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would like to see this episode of Naked <laughs> so I, I will encourage this now. At I'm first, I was concerned, but... If no. anything, if it don't, if it don't yeah. work out, I quit. I'll be the guy that bring me back. You know He'd be I mean? the one out there 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes like, I got the shit so bad, y'all got to take me back to civilization. <laughs> I can't do this out here. Y'all ain't got the bathroom. I can't shit without porcelain. <laughs> I can't shit without porcelain. I do think that there is a Naked and Afraid like in love, like a naked and afraid dating show. That's what I'm now. saying. They fucking, you yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. Oh <laughs> so they fucking on the first time because they nasty after that. That's what I'm screaming. So you got that first date. They got to fuck right out the gate. Yeah. 
and then just be nasty and all yeah. that. That day old pussy funk. You think you could live like a caveman? You think you could do caveman living? Fuck yeah. That's all he does. You don't even know. <laughs> you ain't seen this house. <laughs> Damn, I mean... Yeah, we, we, my boy, we go, we, I, I fucking uh, pulled up, I went up there to the boy's house and like stayed on his dock fishing all weekend, like never even went in the house or nothing, just slept on the dock, you know what I mean? Just he doesn't like, bathe for 48 yeah, hours, he just handles fish and Dip in the water, in the you know water. what I mean? Spritz a little there, spritz a little here, and yeah, I'm just going about it. Meat right on the eating, fire. Eating, uh, eating raw buds of weed. You know I what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't even know what we, I don't even know, we got, we got chicken the first day, but I don't even know what happened <laughs> after that. He's like, he's like, this chicken smells like fish. That's because you caught seven fish between the last time you ate some chicken. Oh yeah, that's what but, it is. Yeah, yeah, I got. You that. think you could do Survivor? You know you could, unit. You know you'd be sitting there looking at all that shit. You got clothes on Survivor? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I could do Survivor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, just the we gotta figure this out. I want to make this happen. Right, the dismissive mm-hmm. way that he's like, oh yeah, I got that. No Should problem. be able to. We need to get an online petition going for Jew to get on. Saying. Survivors or with like, people too. Ain't he it? looks at no. So there's Survivor and then there's Survivor Man, where he just goes out in the woods and like. Yeah, what's oh, the one with Bear Grylls? Do what? What's the one with Bear Grylls? I don't know. Like wilding out with Bear Grylls yeah. or something. Like that. Yeah, I know something what you're talking like about. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> nah, he do a bunch of shit. I ain't about what he he do that. He on that white people shit where he won't be zip lining down over. Million feet tall cliffs for no reason. Yeah, you get like dropped helicopter off and, and yeah, and all and that. You have to make it to. I ain't the trying to jump out of nothing. Nah, it's funny. <laughs> he's not a hunter. Like you would think the way he talks about doing it all that he would be a hunter because he's like, oh yeah, man, I'm out there in the woods, man. I will catch something and grill it up, no problem. <laughs> like he's all about grilling it up, but you ain't about catching it. Like you go to the store, you buy some chicken, you bring it home and cook yeah. it. Like you don't go out. And I can slaughter catch a chicken. chicken. I don't know if I could catch a rabbit though. I, but if my fucking rocket did it, but he was. It took him a minute, and they was in the cage. But I think I get him out in the woods around the trees and shit. I think. I think I might be able to snatch one of them. You're acting like you would be able to find a chicken in the wild and eat that motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, I should be able to smell them out. (laughs) I mean, chicken. But this is what I would say, right? Like, it would really depend on where they drop your ass off. That's another reason why I'm screaming. Yep. Yeah. Because if they drop you off in a spot, like, you know, you got some water or you could, like, fish, you could do something versus being in the desert. Hell yeah. He's course. confident, though, in any scenario. That's There was a desert episode when he was talking about peeing in the dirt and rubbing it all over yourself to keep the sun from hurting you. Like, he's got he's got belief be in rough. his ability. Desert be rough and swamp will be it's rough. I don't know of any desert chickens, so that would make it really <laughs> Oh, yeah. We'd be eating raw iguanas and shit about that <laughs> That's what he call it, too. Lizards and he got shit. All, they got this, spiders. This is that desert chicken right yep. here, and he'd be eating an iguana. Desert chicken. I'm having that desert chicken yeah. right here. <laughs> That's it's a going. vulture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> buzzards and shit being on or whatever. I'm telling you, there was an episode of the Young Riders once where a motherfucker was laid out in the motherfucking desert. And there were all these vultures around him, right? And one finally got close enough to try to eat him. And he reached out and grabbed that made motherfucker by the neck and killed it. <laughs> and I assume he ate it because that was some <laughs> grimy ass shit at the beginning of the show. Oh, That's what God. you could do, dog. You just lay there and pretend you're dead. And then the vultures come. That's and when they get close, you snatch one up by the neck and break it. All right. Then I'll, that's what Yeah, I but you got to cook a buzzard because uh, they got some parasites. I mean, like, you'll just die a different way. You yeah, know? you're just, yeah, that's a bad death if you don't cook him right. You're, like, bleeding out the eyes and shit. You just got to burn his ass, you know, just cook him to up. a char. Exactly. Yeah. They don't exactly do buzzard sashimi. So, yeah, you got to. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> some fire to that. Yeah. 
I would just get the outer, outer meat. That little outer layer. Just You'd eat pork. the burned ends off? Like I'd pork grind. I'd make them, you know what I mean? I would just shave a little bit off and, you know what I mean? Fry up a little, fl- just a little slab of it. Be nothing, nothing close to the belly or nothing. Just a little outer I, layer. Once I had, in Egypt, once I had, you know, pigeon or like a dove, essentially. You know what I mean? It was pretty, tastes just like chicken. I would it's imagine. Like city chicken. Yeah, I've seen City I've seen chicken. somebody eat a pigeon. It looks like it's like dark meat, a little bit more greasy than a regular chicken. One hundred percent. It look 100%. it looks still like it would taste just like chicken. I guess you would say poor city chicken. That's what you would say. Hey, delicious city chicken is what the unit would say. He'd be like, I'm gonna fry this bama up, man. It's gonna be oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. See, look at him. Ready to rock right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, there was never a doubt. There was never a doubt. <laughs> But yeah, I've known this dude for years, and he has talked about naked and afraid and survivor type shit out in the woods. Like he could just handle it. Like he has we, full belief in himself. We should film an audition tape. Then we've got to put together. <laughs> oh, but naked out in the yard, hanging out all that. That's to let the neighbors know. Hey, can y'all stay in the house, and lock your kids? Because uh, we filming, we pre-filming <laughs> yeah. naked and afraid out here. I'm been running naked and around. We're just gonna take you out to the woods somewhere, yeah. get you naked, take some video. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We go to Rock Creek Park. We get like ten steps off the trail, <laughs> throw them up in a tree, do a little testimonial, bring them down. Yeah, have them up in the tree naked, talking about how he can handle it. like a cat. I'm just up here in the woods, you know, living my life. I'm doing my Friday night, man. I come out here just hang out. Lounging. Some stay in the rock creek. Some stay butt naked. I'm butt naked. Right. Like, sir, what have you been smoking? We can't get this cat over here. Oh, Jesus Christ. If he ain't on drugs, he should be. They're yeah, locking you up for sure. Yeah, we got to get away HBO negative freight. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk a man into that without being on drugs. You're not in Rock Creek Park hanging out in a tree well, naked. What, what you don't know is he volunteered. So right, he thought it was a good idea. He's, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that might just help me get on next Friday. Yeah, I am available. Didn't have to twist his arm at all. Yep. <laughs> Y'all gonna blur me out before you send it in, right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna see my, they gonna see my face? They gonna see my face? <laughs> they blur in post-production, don't one, worry. One out or another. My face or my dick. You gotta blur that shit out. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> I leave the choice to y'all, but you got to blend one of them motherfuckers out of there. If you don't, it's gonna whichever cost you one, Whichever one is more offensive looking, we'll blur out. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to do a side-by-side. Yeah. <laughs> like, take like a survey amongst yeah, the people. Yeah, we have to do a vote. We have to vote. I want to blur. I want y'all to tell me. Is this dick or this face more offensive? Which would you rather see? Where you want it? Oh man! Oh wow! Sounds amazing. Yeah, we got it going on. But uh, you know, we've run about up against our time limit here at the Mason and French Show. We try to keep these things fairly short, not going too long term. But uh, we wanted to thank our homie. uh, Was it Mark? Right. Yep. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming on, Mark. Appreciate you. Pink Fox of DC. Hang out after we finish up here. Uh, have a little more chat off air. But, uh, you know, give yourself any kind of plug you want to give. Anything anybody can look up, find you at? or Yeah, for sure. Um, our, our main website is pinkfox202.com. That's, you know, it'll disseminate like all the social media, our phone number, email address. Our uh, handle at Instagram, though, is FKA. Pink Fox. 
So uh, if you want to check out some photos of what we've got or some retail items or some of the gifts we make and offer and stuff like that, uh, just give us a look and hit us up for any questions or concerns. We're always happy to answer or talk through anything anyone has. So, Right on. Yeah, these guys have been at it a long time. I met you all years ago at a thing. And, um, yeah, they're the most experienced here in this region, that's for sure, as far as doing what they're doing with the edibles. So. They make the best ones. The Jew unit certainly. Appreciate that. Certainly. Uh, I did enjoy them at the festival. Them <laughs> pink ones set me right. He can vouch for those. <laughs> yeah, they're delicious. But uh, other than that, um, you know, don't forget, we love you very much. Keep grinding on the shit you're trying to get done because that's how things get done. Um, be nice to people that look like you and be nice to people that don't look like you. Don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else you got, Lady T? Mm-hmm. Protect your energy. <laughs> exactly. That shit is that's very important. It. So, uh, yeah, other than that, that's about it. Uh, thanks again to Mark for joining us. And um, don't forget, we love you very much. And uh, uh, there's not going to be a Jew unit song after this episode. We'll play another one another time. But, uh, you know, thanks again. And check out the spiel at the end. And uh, peace be with you. Peace. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to help support the show, please go to www.patreon.com slash the letter M perfect entertainment. There's a link in the description of each show at the bottom. If you just scroll down, you'll see the imperfect Patreon account link. If you're an Apple user, please take the time to give us a five-star review on the purple podcast app on your Apple device. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Bye.